This week on Aliens Explored, we will be looking at UFO cults and religions, focusing specifically on the notorious case of the Heaven's Gate cult. 39 members of this organisation were inspired to commit suicide by the appearance of the Halibop Comet in our skies in 1997. According to video testimony left behind, they believed that by leaving their earthly bodies, they would be able to board a UFO hiding in the tail of the comet and enjoy a higher plane of existence. And who's to say they were wrong? Well, we probably will, here on Aliens Explored. This episode is dedicated to our explorer of the week, Israel. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash aliens explored and we will love you forever. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Aliens Explored, your weekly podcast looking at the mysterious skies and the sometimes odd effects it has. They have long people down here. Um, my name is Neil Kelly, I'm one of your hosts. And I'm your other host and one of the odd people, Stu Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, odd effects on people, not necessarily odd people, but... And effects yeah. on odd but, people. Let's, but let's call it spade a spade, shall we? <laughs> yeah, odd people. <laughs> Yeah, effects on odd people. That hmm. sometimes happens. It does sometimes happen. Yeah, yeah. Odd, odd, odd as in occasional people, not not um, not necessarily people in need of professional help. Uh, no, maybe not to that extent. But ufology does attract its more, should we say, fringe people. There are some definitely odd people involved in ufology. Not all people. I hasten to add. <laughs> and we're, we're going to talk about some of those people today, aren't we? <laughs> this, oh, nice. This, this was all, all a, see, a segue into our subject matter. I like that. Um, yeah, so uh, Heaven's Gate. Oh, yes, the Heaven's Gate cult, which was um, uh, described as a mixture this is Wikipedia, described as a, a mixture of Christian millenarianism, <laughs> New Age... That's easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say fairer than that. For, for, for Christian millenarianism, New Age and ufology. Um, so it's being characterised as a UFO religion as such. And um, I wonder how many of our, our listeners remember their 
their mass suicide back in 1997, um, occasioned by the passing of a comet. Mm, Halibop, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Halibop, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, gosh, yes. I, well, I remember it being on the news at the time. Mm. Um, yeah. Is that one that you remember at the time? I, I do remember at the time. I, I remember the footage of the camera moving around all these bunk beds in this overcrowded house with all these bodies lying on them, all dressed the same. Yes. Yes. Was there something uh, about the trainers? They were all wearing exactly the same brand of trainers that... Uh, oh, I don't remember that um, that level of detail about it, uh, to be honest. And I must admit, at the time, um, I kind of... I, I was quite dismissive of it, I suppose. I mean, you know, recognise it as being sad, but... Mm. Um, I suppose I was quite dismissive because I didn't really associate it as a UFO cult as such at the time. Um, yeah, they made quite a big thing about it. I, I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, I was dismissive. Um, maybe that was played down. I mean, they 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 did believe that um, following yeah in in the in the sort of tail of this comet was a was a UFO that had come to pick them up. Um, and the only way they could get up to it was by by leaving their earthly bodies, um, and yeah, they they would they would fly away on this UFO to start their new lives as a, a higher form. Yeah, all thirty nine were dressed in identical black shirts and sweatpants, brand new black and white Nike Decades athletic shoes, and armband patches reading "Heaven's Gate Away Team." Mm. Um, so they had their uniforms, basically. Yeah, each member carried a $5 bill and three quarters in their pockets. Um, that was standard for members leaving their homes um, and a humorous way to tell us they'd left the planet permanently. The $5 bill was for covering the cost of vagrancy laws. I guess that's okay. a, partic- a thing particular to the state of California. If, if you know, a copper could stop you for... Accuse you of vagrancy. If you can produce a five dollar bill, then um, <laughs> he just he's You're foiled. He says, "Oh no, I, I have no power against a five dollar bill." And three quarters for for calling home from payphones. Obviously, yeah. this is back in the twentieth century when uh, people used quarters for for payphones. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Well, I, I mean, you'll remember it was a big thing to always have a, a ten pence piece with you when you went out. Oh, when I was at school, a two pence piece. A two that was pence piece. A two yeah. pence piece for a for a phone. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even was... uh, before, but pre decimal, a tanner, an old sixpenny bit. That was what you <laughs> needed for a, a phone call. Uh, now, back in the days of LSD, that's pence yeah, shoes yeah, and pence. Yes. <laughs> That's before yeah. my time a little bit, um, mm. which always always pleases me to say because I don't get to say it very often these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's ironic that you know, back in those days, I'm digressing a bit here, we were probably more in ready contact with our with our parents than than uh, than than children now because we we had a. a a payphone just across the road from our school, which we could go and make a phone call to. If you didn't have any change, you could reverse the charges. Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of parents were used to that. Whereas nowadays, kids will have mobile phones which are taken off them at school. <laughs> They're completely incommunicado. <laughs> and those phone boxes have gone. There's there's that. But I also think because, because kids have all got mobile phones, it's like, well, I... Th- <laughs> So you remember back in the day, basically you weren't allowed out unless you told your parents where you were going to be and what time you were going to be back home. Mm. And because of that lack of ready, easy communication, you couldn't just text or anything. Yeah. It was important. It was important that your parents did know where you were going to be in cases of emergency, in cases... Yeah. And woe betide you if you went on somewhere else. Oh, <laughs> which... Never happened. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it, it was important. So now with mm. the, the mobile phone, it's like, well, they don't need to know because they can just text them and find out. So, mm. yeah, yeah, I, I think it's – I don't know. I don't have kids, mm. so I, I right. kind of have no skin in this game. But <laughs> it feels like now it's more of a risk. Yeah. As a result, I don't know. Things are different now. But, uh, they are. They are. Anyway. Sometimes they are changing. <laughs> Back to Heaven's Gate and then mass <laughs> suicide. Yeah, you don't tell your parents you're going off to commit mass suicide. Founded no. in 1974. Yes. By Bonnie yes. Nettles and Marshall Applewhite, known within yeah. the movement as T and Do, respectively. Yeah, they're an interesting couple. Uh, so Marshall, very strongly Christian. Um, mm. his, his father was a minister um, over in uh, yeah in in Texas. Mm. Um, yeah, and really, you know, yeah, very very strong Christian. Then he meets Bonnie, mm. who's so. Uh, I have opinions about theosophy mm-hmm. um, as actors. Um, in fact, I know some of our mutual friends as actors, Neil, are mm. theosophists. Is that the correct theosophists? Term? Is it theosophists? Theosophists, yes. And and I've had some strong debates. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> conversation. Yes, blazing rows after a few pints. Um, uh, uh, no, this is all on social media, which, of course, mm. we all know is always civilised discourse. Um, yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I have some, yeah, some, some strong opinions about theosophy. So, from my perspective, uh, Bonnie and Marshall weren't onto a strong start with that one, in my opinion. Um, so I mean, just for, our, for, for the benefit of our listeners, can you just briefly explain what theosophy is? Uh, Briefly would be very, very difficult. Um, It is is an occult movement based on Christianity. Now, I I consider it personally to be a cult. Um, Mm. It pulls together a lot of biblical teachings and occultism and New Age um it's um, a cherry pick a cherry picking kind of uh it really religion. really is it's um huh. uh so, so many many of our listeners will know i'm hugely into star trek and mm. 
uh, one of the ways in which they created when if they had to create a lot of different spaceships in an episode, what they would do mm. is they would take apart existing spaceships and put them back together again in different ways. It's right. called kit bashing. Mm. Basically, you take a a model kit and you bash it together in different ways. So you put a tank turret tank turret on top of your fighter plane. That sort of yeah, that, that's yeah. the yeah. basic premise yeah. exactly. Um, or you might stick wings on your tank. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Theosophy is, in my opinion, a kit bashed. Okay. Well, religion, cult. Um, is, is it a, ma- a mashup of theology and philosophy? Is that where it comes from? That's where the name comes from. Uh, and indeed, one of the founders insists it is absolutely not a religion, um, but also referred to it as religion. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I think there is a huge amount of kind of abuse of power in there, and uh, yeah, it, it's. I, I don't think it's a healthy thing. Well, uh, all religions, uh, all, all religions, kind of. I know many of our listeners are in the United States, which is a far more religious country than, um, well, than most European countries. Um, and they might take umbrage at this, but um, I think all religions are based on abuse of power. I mean, if you look at your personal relationship to God or or Jesus Christ, well, that that's an abusive relationship, oh. isn't it? You've got to love me, um, or else I'll punish you. Yeah, it's <laughs> the basic deal, isn't it? Absolutely. And if you do something I don't me, like, you are nothing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to tell you what you've got to kind of guess the kind of things I won't like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, it's so. it's very much yeah. There's not much and, difference between that and abusive relationship. And and do you know what the difference between a cult and a religion is? I think it's just something down to how many people belong to it, isn't it? I mean, is it? I I my usual answer is there isn't one. <laughs> I, I, okay, there probably isn't, but I thought it was just down to you know if you've got a religion that's um that's got dwindling numbers. And, and no new, no new members joining joining and people dying off. They say, "Well, we've we've actually we've we've been downgraded from religion to cult because there's only fifty of us left or something." So when Jesus, if he actually existed in the first place, had twelve disciples, that was definitely a cult. Then definitely a cult. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> a cult. Okay. Yeah. Now glad we've established that one. So yeah, mm. back on Heaven's Gate. Yeah. Then. Oh, so uh, it's always difficult because you don't want to upset upset any listeners, do we? No, um, but we do have some very strong opinions but about here, but religion. Here, here we have a group of people quite quite a lot of them because I mean there were thirty nine bodies found. I guess mm-hmm. there there probably would have been lots of other people who had sort of come and gone. Yeah, we're talking California in the nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, well into the nineties. Um, pursuing this monastic lifestyle in this suburban house. Uh, actually, in, in 1976, so only two years I've got going, a core group of a few dozen members stopped recruiting and instituted a monastic lifestyle. So they, they, they closed themselves off, which is, which is cult behaviour. 
separating people from anyone who isn't involved in in the movement. Yes. Um, and also, many of the men, I don't, I don't know, if, was it, it wasn't all men, was it? Was oh, it no, no, no. Um, well, I mean, Bonnie was one of the leaders. Mm. But of the bodies they found, I mean, a lot of the men had been castrated. They'd removed their genitals, which I guess shows commitment. <sighs> you know, it's... um. <laughs> you, if you you can you can commit suicide, but if you don't, you know, life won't be worth much worth living. You won't have much of a life after the cult of you that without your genitals. I mean, I feel I I need to interject at this point. Um, <laughs> lack of genitals does not mean your life's not worth living. Um, <laughs> I, I would say it seriously. For I think a lot of our male listeners would say, yeah, that would that would seriously degrade the quality of my life not um, having genitals. I'm going to speak up for our uh, perhaps asexual listeners hmm. um, who might say, actually, no, it wouldn't make that much of a difference. But, um, but uh, yeah, okay. there are certainly plenty of people out there who it, it, hmm. it would, um, would make a big difference for. But that's a – I mean, was it done to them or – was it self-mutilation? Um, I'm trying to find the... It, I think they thought it was self-mutilation, but I don't... It was certainly voluntary. I know they banned sexual activity uh, mm. in the group uh, at, at the same time as they sort of yeah. became more reclusive and, and stopped recruiting and what have you. I'm trying to find a reference to it, but... Um, I mean that that one was was new on me. Um, mm. Yeah, th that was one of the things that struck me about it at the time. Um, that's it. Um, they believe that to be eligible for membership at the next level, capital N, capital L, humans would have to shed every attachment to the planet, which meant all members had to give up all human-like characteristics, such as family, friends, gender, sexuality, individuality, jobs, money, and possessions. The evolutionary level above human, T-E-L-A-H, was a physical corporeal place, another world in our universe, where residents live in pure bliss and nourish themselves by absorbing pure sunlight. Beings do not engage in sexual intercourse, eating or dying, the things that make us mammalian here. Um, so... This would have been uh, back when the group originally believed that the mm. metamorphosis, the ascension, um, would be a physical thing. This is before Bonnie yeah. died. Because um, yeah. then Bonnie dies of cancer. And it's like, ah, no, mm. no, it's much more metaphysical. We're, yeah. we're all going to be ascending and uh, we'll have to cast off the physical body now yeah that's mm. really changed because bonnie dying of cancer kind of made it um a bit awkward for them really as yeah a um so their the beliefs stay generally consistent over the years um but they were flexible enough to be modified over time um a slight change of beliefs such as modifying the way one can enter the next level mm. 
um, placing more importance on the idea of Satan or these extraterrestrials that they evil space aliens called the Luciferians because uh, they believe that God was a highly developed um, extraterrestrial. Um, one of these concepts was the belief of extraterrestrial walk-ins. Um, Applewhite and Nettles taught their followers that they were extraterrestrial beings. But the notion of walk-ins became popular within the New Age subculture. Mm. Uh, when, it, when it became popular, they changed their tune and be began describing themselves as extraterrestrial walk-ins. Um, similar to the concept of being possessed by spirits, defined as an entity who occupies a body that has been vacated by its original soul. A Heaven's Gate came to believe an extraterrestrial walk-in is a walk-in that is supposedly from another planet. Mm -hmm. Mm. So this is this is presumably after 1985, after uh, Nettles died. Bonnie yeah. died. Uh, so, yeah, they, they were quite flexible in their in their approach in their, mm. their movement because um, they did originally. It was quite strong that the body itself, the physical, would transform into this immortal extraterrestrial being. Go yeah. to the next level. And then it was, oh, no, but you're just going to leave your buddy behind. Like, Bonnie did. <laughs> I mean, one of the reasons suicide is, is such a, a deadly sin in, in the Catholic belief system is because they're using religion to compensate people for their lot here on earth. They're saying, yes, you're suffering, suffering here on earth, but you'll mm. get your rewards. You know, the, the church is part of the power structure that yeah. supports the aristocracy and saying to people, yes, I know things are shit for you here. You're seeing the lords in their mansions or whatever, but you'll get your reward in heaven. And they describe heaven as so wonderful compared to their life here on earth that they've got to stop. People, people are going to turn around and say, well, fuck this. I'm not staying here. When, <laughs> you know, I might as well just jump to the next level and go to heaven. And that's that seems to be what they did. That mm. they just said, "Oh, heaven's so great." They, they persuaded them that because you, you can imagine that people brought up in a very strict Christian belief who really believe this stuff. Um, yeah, once you've got them over this idea, you know, suicide is a sin. Say, "Oh no, you can do it. You can go straight to heaven any time you like." Um, I, I imagine the the barrier to pers against doing that are, are fairly weak. It's already kind of instilled into them. Yes. Yes. Um, and here's your, that. here's your Star Trek link. Among the <laughs> what are you going to mention here? Nichelle's yeah. brother. Yeah, among the dead was Thomas Nichols, brother of yeah. actress Nichelle Nichols, who was best known for her role as Uhura yes. in the original television series of Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, very sad. You know, everyone who, who died there, it's very sad. Um, yeah, well, yes. it was it was a meme I read on, on social media. I thought, yeah, that's you often hear about people, how they were really their life was at a low ebb. And then they just and then they met Jesus. Then they discovered God. And someone replied, yeah, it's funny how 
people become religious when they're at the lowest point in their life. You never hear people saying, I'm living my best life as an atheist. Everything's great. I've got plenty <laughs> of money. I'm having a great life. Um, I've got a wonderful family. And then suddenly they'll, they'll, they'll turn to God. That, mm. that doesn't happen as often as people who, you know, how many people find God in prison or at the bottom of a whiskey bottle or, you know, in the, in the drunk tank, which yes. leads to the suggestion that religions prey on the vulnerable. It's, it, uh, well, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to speak up now for, no. uh, it's not the religion, it's the people, it's some of the people behind the religion, some of the leaders in the religion that are corrupt. Not the religions itself, I mean like, you know, you look at Christianity, and I think a lot of what it teaches is really good rules for living, life by, um, you know. I personally don't believe in. I don't believe in any gods whatsoever. In, like, like murdering people for working on the Sabbath or selling my um, daughter into slavery—that kind I'm, of I'm, stuff. You know, should I, should I perhaps, perhaps, should I perhaps cherry pick a bit more? <laughs> I'm talking New Testament rather than Old Testament. Okay, um, you know, Jesus stuff. Mm, mm. <laughs> don't be a don't um, be an arsehole. Yeah. Basically, and I mean, you know, I am absolutely convinced that if there was such a person as Jesus, and that I find highly questionable to start with, mm. but if there wasn't such a person, yeah, he's basically someone who went along saying, "Don't be a dick, stop being a dick to people," and yeah, yeah he got nailed up for it, which sounds about right. Uh, I mean, you think, yeah, the, the, the Ten Commandments pretty much boil down to just "Don't be a dick." Uh, don't worship anyone other than me is in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, which is yeah, again, it's controlling. Earlier that, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but there we go. Let's mm. let's be careful not to offend too many of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we're on the subject of religion. That's always a dangerous one. When I was in the military, um, it was one of the subjects that was forbidden in the mess. Um, right, religion along with politics, um, and I think I think women as well. You weren't allowed to talk about. Good, you're talking about an all male environment. These were all subjects that could lead to blows. Um, okay. So that, that's why everyone in the mess just talks about sport all the time. <laughs> yeah, because nobody ever got violent over, over their sports ball team, have they? Oh, dear. Um, yeah. Do you know what you never see, though, is at Star Trek conventions. People saying original series was better. No, next generation was better than getting into actual fights. <laughs> don't don't they do? Not actual fights, but I mean, but they get pretty heated on social media. But but you don't mm. get people actually resorting to violence over it. Okay, which is yeah. Anyway, I'm not here on a you know. Mm. Maybe I ought to start a cult of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, saying, I mean, largely the people who joined this group were hippies, but it said not all of them. Uh, one recruit was John Craig, a respected Republican and ranch owner who came close to winning a 1970 Colorado House of Representatives race. And he joined the group in 1975. So obviously, having failed to become <laughs> a, join the House of Representatives, yeah, he, yeah, obviously, I mean, had some kind of crisis. I expect every um, every individual uh, 
would have their own reasons mm. for, for, for joining. And, um, and like you say, you know, it's, um, it, it's going to be people who are, generally speaking, at a lower ebb in life. Um, there's a... Mm. Um, it's there's the same a, with the drug culture, isn't it? I mean, it's not... It's not the drugs themselves that destroy people. It, it, people are already they already have a problem, and drugs make it worse. Like drink makes it worse. Most people can enjoy alcohol in moderation and live a happy life. They can smoke marijuana in moderation, enjoy a happy life. But some people will have a real drink problem. Or, but it's, the problem isn't the drink; it's what was already going on with these people. And I think it's and yes. You know, and people like that will find will will be exploited or find their ways into destructive relationships, either with another person or with um, a group. Mm. Yes, uh, it's um, sure. I I I can't get out of my head. There's um, the series, The American Office. Hmm. Um, and there's a character in there called Creed, and he has a line about cults. He says, "Oh, I've been a member of a number of cults. Um, sometimes as a uh, as a follower, sometimes as a leader." Uh, he says, "You have more fun as a follower, but you make more money as a leader." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I I can see this. So. I mean, we haven't really touched very much on the whole UFO aspect of this, and I suppose, in many mm. ways, that's because it's incidental. Um, it, it's not a core of the group. It's just that's a means but, by which they were going to ascend. Now, they, they'd had some kind of belief system, which they obviously took the, the appearance of Halibut Comet as a fulfilment of some kind of, of part of their belief. I, I think they, they had believed that they were, they'd readied themselves for this journey for quite a long time. And then when this comet appeared in the sky, for some reason, they believed that they would, that there was a UFO chasing this comet, you know, hiding in the tail of the comet. Yes. Or maybe they thought that the comet itself was the. But here's the thing: I don't think it really, really matters. I don't think. I think here's the thing: you can, and, and it's one of the. Ble- I'm going to offend a whole load of other listeners now, mm. um, but I, I'm the same when it comes to astrology, like mm. the movement of planets and balls of gas. The effect it has on us, like on a day to day, no, I don't think mm. um, it has any effect at all or connection. It's just about seeing patterns in things and applying those patterns. It could be a way the way ducks swim about a, a duck pond. It, it yeah. it's not about the actual thing that you're saying. It's about it's about ways of thinking about people. And I think mm. using UFOs, using Halibut. It was just a way of using that to to exercise control, and it was about the control, not the mm. not the elements, not the the catalyst, if you like. I mean, we we are storytelling 
creatures, aren't we? And I find, for instance, learning historical facts, it's much easier for me to remember a story which links lots of things together than it is just to remember you know, a, a list of facts. Um, and, of course, that's where conspiracy theories come from, this idea that things are connected, that, that this is and, – and in a causal relationship, that this – this is that this has actually caused this to happen. Um, yes. and you can get pretty out there and pretty, you know, the, the evidence doesn't have to be strong. I mean, people who say that, um, COVID was God's punishment for allowing gay marriage. I mean, there's you'd be hard put to prove that, uh, to present any evidence for that, but people believe it just the same simultaneously because of the lack of any proof of existence or non-existence of any god you'd be hard pushed to prove that that isn't the case as well Mm. but those same people would also be the ones who would say well actually covid is a hoax altogether yeah it's just a it's just a plot and the the lockdowns and the mask wearing it's all it's all a plot and and the you know the 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 vaccines are toxins that are going to kill us all and prepare for the great replacement, all this kind of, you know, it all kind of. Oh, and don't forget um, the microchips that are being injected in so that Bill Gates can, I don't know, turn us all into his sex slaves or something. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. I mean, it it all links together and it's, it's, I mean, they call it going down the rabbit hole when you start making these connections (laughs) on very, very, very flimsy evidence. Yes, uh, it really does. Mm. Um, and, and also being, I think it, you need to have a, just generally, you can't, for some reason, accept the world as it is. You can't see, well, that's obviously causing that. No, there has to be some conspiracy behind it. Yes. Yes. But I honestly think it's not about, Basically, I think this this couple they were probably very charismatic. Um, was it Bonnie and uh, and Marshall? I think they were probably very likable, very strong personalities. Got to uh, be good pro- storytellers to, to be a preacher. You've got to be a good storyteller. You've got oh, to absolutely. have people yeah hanging on your your every word. And and Marshall, like yeah, being the son of a, a minister probably learnt those skills um yeah 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 so i can i can certainly see that um so i don't think it's yeah i don't think it's about the content of the story i think it's about the if the, the end result oh God, that's mm. going dangerously down the end justifies the means route yeah. which is not a, a healthy direction um but no i think it's about the end result rather than the uh, the story itself, the telling of it rather than the story. Yeah. Uh, that's what I mean by that. Um, so, yeah, so I personally, I'd rather Heaven's Gate was disassociated from ufology. Personally, you know, their website still exists. Does it? Yeah, heavensgate.com. It, wow. It still exists. Um, yeah, which is astounding. Um, but, um, yeah. I, I suppose the thing, once something's on the internet, it's there forever, isn't it? You know, uh, someone, no. wants, someone wants the domain name for something else. Uh, yeah, because the domain name will expire after a period of time. Unless yeah, you pay paid. to keep it going. So this is nearly, well, this is 25 years ago. More. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's still there. And I have to pay every year for Aliens mm. Explored. So somebody is still paying for that. Somebody is maintaining it. Mm. Now there's a mystery we need to get to the bottom of. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth looking into. Who's who's keeping this, this webpage going? But do you web- know who might know? Who? Our listeners might know. Who's our listeners will know. Page going. Of so, course, our listeners will know. Dig it. We'll be delighted to hear from you. Know, yes, let us know who's still keeping Heaven's Gate going, and uh, and let us know what you think about Heaven's Gate as well, uh, and its association with ufology in particular. Um, is it right that it should be associated? Is it uh, should it be disassociated? Do let us know. You can contact us via the usual means. You can email us, aliensexplored at gmail.com. Uh, you can talk to us through our YouTube channel by leaving comments on our videos. Uh, you can, if you're one of our Patreon members, you get exclusive access to our Discord server where you can chat with us and like-minded people about this and any of the other topics we discuss. Uh, all the links are down below as usual. Oh, and there's social media, uh, but we argue a lot on that. Well, I do. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not with listeners, I have to say, but yeah, mm. just generally. Um, but yes, um, so that's I think we, we've covered that topic. Let's look forward now to next week's topic uh, when we're going to be looking at an interesting one. It's been put forward, uh, this theory, that Da Vinci, Leonardo Da Vinci, hid the image of an extraterrestrial in the Mona Lisa painting. So we'll have a look into that one. Right. Yeah. Well, that's quite the expression on your face there, and I'm disappointed that the listeners couldn't (laughs) see that. (laughs) (laughs) So that'll be an interesting one to discuss. It could be a really short one. It could just be, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's happened before, so, yeah, you never know. Have you noticed whenever, whenever a front page headline, especially on a tabloid, um, is presented in the form of a question: Is this the end? Of, is this the thin end of the wedge? Is this the end for Donald Trump? Is this whatever? The answer to that question is always no. No. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? <laughs> if anybody comes up to you saying, "I'm the leader of a religion connected with UFOs," that's probably a good word to say to them anyway. Is mm. no. Uh, yes, yes. So, I have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I made my excuses and left. Um, yes, return so. to the mothership <laughs> to, to spawn. <laughs> so, <laughs> listeners, don't forget to keep watching out for these UFO religions that are abusive and toxic, and uh, and. I'm, I'm giving side eye to Scientology here, um, <laughs> and of course, keep be careful. The they, they are very litigious. <laughs> Tom Cruise will be after you with a rip. He's going to be knocking on the door any minute now. And he's good at running. Is Tom Cruise? He can yes. chase me down quite easily. It's all those years spent running away from his sexuality. Yeah. Oh, we're so going to yeah. get sued. <laughs> You're going to have to show him the money. 
they want the truth. The he can't handle the truth. Okay. Mm. On that note, <laughs> Oh, I hope it's all taken in the spirit it's intended on this show. I really hope it is. <laughs> but until next time, unless we've been sued into oblivion, take care for now. Bye bye. Catch you next time. Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit AliensExplored.com. <laughs>